Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of the podcast. And today we're talking about everyone's favorite subject, marriage. Dun 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 dun. So we've been seeing a few apps on Instagram paying for advertisements to kind of promote the idea that people should get married so they can be quarantined together. And Sumi and I both believe that that's not a good idea. No, not at all. You're going through everything that you're going through during quarantine because, I mean, it's, it is a traumatic experience. We're going through a traumatic experience. Plus, you add to that living with a stranger. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. What do you think? I don't think certain Muslims understand the severity of lifelong commitment. Yeah, they probably I sometimes, don't. I sometimes think that we underestimate marriage. Because in Western society, you have getting into a like dating Mm -hmm. relationship, living Mm -hmm. together, marriage. That's usually kind of how it goes. For Muslims, it's just meeting someone and then getting married. Mm -hmm. I I do believe that Muslims sometimes, because it's this kind of thing that we do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like praying, for example, Mm -hmm. that we underestimate the commitment of marriage. That it's just something that some Muslims just do because we have to underestimated although there is this saying that says like it's like half of your religion and if that's not proof of how important it is and how underestimated it is anyway um i don't know how to call it and yes because there are ways you know of going to that whole like dating and getting to know that before getting married but i just think that so many just, just skip that part. Exactly. Some people think it's haram to get to know someone because they think it's haram to date someone. And that's not the same. Exactly. Like, systematically taking someone out to dinner because you like having dinner with them and not having the intention of marrying them is different from getting to know someone because you want to marry them. It's it's a fine line. I do understand. However, yeah, I feel like absolutely. some people take the whole getting to know someone and dating someone they put it in the same bin and i'm like ah, it's different it's different like casual dating obviously is something that we don't do but we do get to know people that's permissible like what are you talking about yeah absolutely and i mean this whole thing of like because of these ads like going back to the ads um getting to know someone online having doing everything online even the whole like marriage procedure and then going straight on to like living together um that's insane yeah it's it's madness basically it's funny how our culture and our religion has this big thing about love and marriage and how Mm -hmm. the opposite sex is kind of gross and disgusting and you should stay away (laughs) and then the second everyone turns 18 it's like and now get married and make babies yeah, And we're just like, excuse me, you've told us that we should stay away as far as possible from the opposite sex. And all of a sudden we have to get married to them tomorrow. I mean, it doesn't, it's it's not necessarily 18. It depends, you know, on the standards your parents have, like what you're supposed to do before getting married. Yeah, sometimes 16. <laughs> no, sometimes it's even like 20, 21. But like, I think after 22, 23, I mean, and then. You're, you're done for, you're too <laughs> no. old. I mean, it depends on the standards your parents have. Like, there are those who want you, like, to complete your education and then you should straight away get married. So the moment you graduate, they're going to be like, when are you getting married? 
and you'll be like, wasn't I not supposed to talk to boys? What happened to that? You know, there is. Yeah, exactly. I think I think they expect that we secretly do it. So by the time we've graduated, we've like secretly had this like partner, <laughs> and then oh now you can get married. And we're like, no, we, we actually listened to you. Yeah. There is nobody. <laughs> we actually we're actually good kids, you know. We did the right thing. Like, what's, what's happening? happening? <laughs> yeah, for my for my dad, he was just like, for my dad, he told me to finish my education and then get married. But I I got married during my education, okay. which I preferred because it was nice because we had student housing which is really affordable so financially and kind of psychologically it really turned out great to get married during my studies and I've I met my husband at a Muslim student society I feel like a lot of people meet their significant other through like uh, student societies or a mosque group or something like that so that was really fun there was a TikTok that made me laugh about a girl that was like, oh, fantasizing about my future husband while t- finishing my law degree. And then she cut to her playing a boy that was like outside listening to drill music, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with his friends. Yeah, but that's the thing. Um, it worked out for you. And I think it works out the way you just described because you'll find someone with affinities in the sense that some shared background story, um, same like struggles that, I mean, you and your husband were going through like the same struggles, like studying and um, trying to make it through financially and all of that. So Yeah, and my husband is also half European. Yeah. So, so I'm half European Arabic and my husband is Yeah, as well. so like perfect match. Um, so yeah, definitely. Oh, and that's the same with my family. It's like, Okay, so they they want to know an end date to my education, but I haven't put an end date to my education. <laughs> like, Sumi, when are you ready to get married? When can we but, put you on the market? But actually, um, they don't complain about it. Actually, they, they're quite happy that I'm still studying. Um, but yeah, sometimes the question pops up very randomly. Uh, very unexpectedly and they're gonna be like um and when you're done doing all these things are you going to get married or not (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like listen when it happens it's just just gonna happen muslims also love to use certain hadith to pressure people into getting married don't get me started on that one the one with uh, marriage is half of your dean, which basically means that the person you get married to decides a lot about how you practice your faith. So that's that one. I'm not a sheikh, but I'm just going to explain this very simply. And then there's the one that um, God already decided who you're going to marry with. So you shouldn't stress out about getting married because it's already decided. That's a favorite yep. one for a lot of people that they throw out there like oh don't worry you're you know god already decided and you're like well he could decide when i'm 70 like come on now (laughs) you have to do a little bit of effort you know what i mean like you have to put effort in just because it's already written doesn't mean you have to you don't have to put in effort like when you're sick you take medication yeah but you you have to look somewhere you know (laughs) yeah you have to proactively get out there get yourself out there so are you do you use dating apps sumi no i don't Definitely. Why? Because <laughs> it's a really popular thing amongst Muslims to use the dating apps. I know it's a popular thing, but um, 
it's not exactly my cup of tea. Um, Why? I think because... Um, I think on dating app, people make put on display the best of the best in terms of like pictures and they then put on like masks and trying to play this part that they're perfect and whatnot. And I'm not here for that. You know what I'm saying? But um, when you go on a date with someone, don't they do the same thing? But then in real life? Yeah, exactly. Like when you go on a date, the first thing you're going to tell them is not, hey, when I'm home, I pick my nose. Like that's not what you do. <laughs> So yeah. how is social media different from from real life? I mean, social media is different because you might fall for it. Like, there's not like many ways to figure out whether what they're saying or what it's being shown. It's it is what it is. <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sumi's favorite meme, you guys. It is what it is. <laughs> Sorry, Sumi. It's Sumi's influence. <laughs> Whereas, I guess when you meet a person, you can always like bring up some topic that it's going to show their true colors. Mm, so you you're like a Sherlock. You're like okay, well, <laughs> yeah. what what are the questions that you would ask someone to kind of get them to show their real selves? Can you give examples for everyone in, listening? In general, because I'm generally curious, I ask these questions to everyone I get to know. I mean, regardless of, you know, gender or whatnot. But in general, just, like, bring up random topics that will show you um, where a person stands, whether they're open-minded or not, or what's their experience, what their point of view. I mean, there are so many random topics you could bring up that will Mm -hmm. show you people's true colors. It doesn't have to be, like, politics or anything. Just... There's a lot you can talk about that it's going to show you, like, what people think about certain topics. Like, I mean, completely out of context, when I want to know whether people I'm interacting with are um, conservatives or more, like, liberalists, I just, like, mm-hmm. bring up the topic of, like, citizenship or, like, the answer to, like, where are you from? Um, and that tells me a lot about people. You know, when someone tells you, well, yeah, I mean, the current laws are okay. I mean, come on, we're already giving them enough. And they're like, in front of you, in front of you, you know, <laughs> seeing you like this with a headscarf and all that. And, you're like, mm. and then you look at them like, uh-huh, and by them you mean me as well. They're going to be like, but, you know, not like you, because... Not, not everyone, you, yeah. because you're not, different. You're different. You're not like everyone else. And I'm like, you only knew me, buddy. I'm the only person you got to know. You cannot like expect. Like, you can't say that from all the yeah, others. From yeah, from all the others. But yeah, that's just like a general example. So you're like a sleuth. <laughs> you're like sleuthing a bit, because there's some people that just want to know. You know, do you pray? Do you fast? Do you drink? No. Okay. Good. honestly that's all some people want to know and you're like what do you think about citizenship (laughs) (laughs) it says a lot about who you are (laughs) no can i can i be i'll be a bit brutal here but sometimes um having just like faith in common it's not enough because you could be yeah. practicing your faith in different ways, just for starters. Exactly. Or have like different. Being a Muslim views. is not enough. Yeah, yeah. Being Muslim is not enough. Um, 
Yeah, and this might sound shocking, but sometimes it's 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 all that you have in common and it's not enough. Maybe you come from different backgrounds, maybe there's like some sort of language language barrier, education barrier. Um I can think of so many examples. Uh, and also, like, in a way, you practice your religion. I mean, your point of views on certain topics, um, the scholars you listen to. I could go on for hours <laughs> listening Yeah, because Islam is a, a vast religion. There's exactly. so many things that you can differ on from someone that can really be a deal break in a relationship. Exactly, exactly. I always find the question, would you marry a non-Muslim, a very funny question. Mm-hmm. because it's kind of this baity question you know like oh but would you marry a non-muslim and i i always find the question a bit bitter okay it's like someone's accusing me of something mm-hmm. and i always answer well for me when i go into a relationship with someone i want to have things in common yeah and even with muslims sometimes you don't have things in common let alone someone like religion is like the number one thing in someone's life when they are a practicing muslim so if you have that fundamental thing not mm-hmm. in common with someone, that's a big thing. Especially when you have want to have children. Raising a child is a very special thing between two people. And this this myth of neutral identity. Mm-hmm. It does Raising exist. your child neutrally. It's not possible. That's not a thing that humans, human beings no. are in their core not neutral. I got in a fight with someone recently at a... Um, so at someone's um at someone's birth party they had a child and they threw a party and I was sat at a table and we were eating from a big plate and on the big plate was meat and I didn't eat it and then a girl that I didn't know she was like oh why are you not eating that's you know rude to the guests and Mm -hmm. I was like well no she knows I'm vegetarian she's like what do you mean you're vegetarian that's haram I'm like it's not haram (laughs) to be vegetarian and then she got she got really angry and even though, you know, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam hardly ever ate meat, but that's besides the point. I'm very sensitive about this topic. Mm-hmm. She said, or she asked me, are you going to raise your child vegetarian? And I was like, well, yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly vegetarian diet. And then she was like, that's, you know, child abuse. And <laughs> it was a no, whole thing. No, no, it's, it's, it's not. Actually, come on. Children are followed by their pediatricians step by step and they go to do checkups like on a monthly basis. In yeah, case they have deficiencies, uh, the doctor is going to notice and tell you this kid needs meat or needs something else, other kind of supplements, first and like foremost. Vitamins. And second of the all... The girl was just so angry because I decided to raise my child something else from what she thought was neutral. So eating meat is neutral. That's the standard. And everything else is weird. But then for me, raising your child a vegetarian is a neutral because that's just what I'm used to mm-hmm. and that's you know part of the sunnah to eat less yeah. meat as well so this idea of being an atheist is neutral is very weird to me because yeah. it ignores the entire cultural and societal standards that we've lived in for many 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 years this went from marriage to like it's so us to go from marriage to like really big life questions and social yeah, economics exactly. that, that's, that's, that's what we do that's what we do. We make things over. We overcomplicate things for ourselves in like a twenty-minute yeah. podcast. However, la- la- last time I met Samia, we were on a rooftop, uh, and I remember we were having like tea or coffee, 
Yeah. And we went from talking about the weather, you know, about the geopolitical asset of Europe and the um, <laughs> outburst of right-wing parties and the reason behind it. Climate okay. change, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I got such nice weather. Do you want to talk about fascism? It's so... <laughs> Yeah, more or less. That's how we. That's how Sammy and I function. <laughs> yeah, that's how we. That's how we do. So for tomorrow, yeah. I was thinking, because we've talked about getting to know someone or or dating someone yeah. in a in yeah. a Muslim context. So I'm working on a book, and the basis of the book is this list of thirty six questions. It's based on a study okay. and New York Times article that this list of questions is the best way to get to know someone. And I thought for tomorrow we should do the questions, you and me. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the questions. Yeah, that should be very fun. So we'll leave you with that. Please have uh, a nice evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And don't be like us. Don't overcomplicate <laughs> no, things. Like never, please. please. Your life will be much more interesting and happier <laughs> if you don't think about fascism after you've seen <laughs> yeah, the sunshine. Exactly. <laughs> How should we say bye today? Um... I mean, we could say like bye in German, but Cheers. yeah, we'll just use that. Yeah, because you know, on the radio, what they say, like until we hear from you again, Auf Wiederhören, but I think that's yeah. too much. Just say tschüss. No, we can do Auf Wiederhören. Yeah. One, two, three. Auf, Auf Wiederhören! Wiederhören.